videos by Christian brothers and sisters because we've got a lot to cover today. Be encouraged. Oh my. Be challenged. Oh my. Be inspired. They need gassed up. They need refueled. And get excited. It's a relationship with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob who loves with an everlasting, unconditional love. Your love lifting me higher. Release your fears. Praise the Lord. God's wisdom is brilliant. And receive God's love. That's who and what he is. Release your worries. He's faithful. God is faithful. And receive God's truth. These commands that I give to you today, impress them upon your children and talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. This is the Get Excited Show. Everybody in the family needs it. Now with Michael Coffer. the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Michael Crawford Get Excited Show podcast on the Roan Dolph Show. Wow, do we have a show for you today. Oh, turn that volume up. However you're listening to us, whether it be on a laptop or iPhone or a computer, it doesn't matter. But turn that volume up. Because today, I have a guest on that is going to be talking about his 5013C nonprofit organization that is just doing incredible works. And you all know me. If I say they're doing incredible works, then it's biblical. It's biblical. They're doing incredible works. And it's amazing and it's inspiring. And we're going to talk about a lot of things. Now, his main heartfelt desire started off with feeding the homeless, which, again, uh, that was near and dear to my heart, and that's what got my attention. But as the discussions proceeded to extend themselves, all of a sudden the Holy Spirit kind of, boom, I felt that little jab in the side. And that jab was because something that I have always said, and a lot of people unfortunately don't agree with me, but it's reality. I think that a lot of the foster care children in the world today are looked at as, as like a prize paycheck. A way to be able to manage your own life without having to answer to anybody because you get that big check from the government. But the problem is, are they really being loved like a true parent loves their child? Are they being taught the skills and the and the manners and the etiquette. I mean, they are they be are they being prepared to go out into the world to not continue to be that generational curse of they go from they mature out of a foster care system in onto the streets. Well, this man, this man that I have on today, oh, oh praise the Lord, get excited. I mean, I gotta say it again. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Michael Crawford Get Excited Show podcast on the Roan Dolph Show. Because if you don't appreciate today then you need to you know take this with a grain of salt but get a check up from the neck up get a check up from the neck up because this is good stuff and I'll tell you before I bring him on uh, how I met this gentleman one of my best friends uh, probably the, the most admired dealer in the country as far as I'm concerned and probably the most ethical and moral dealer in the country is a man by the name of Joe Carnelli. Joe Carnelli is a true man's man. I mean, he's that, 
he ain't playing no Christian card. He is a true Christian. That true red, white, and blue Christian that goes and buys a dealership and makes sure that he gives back to the community that gave to him. I mean, he is just the real deal. I love Joe Carnelli. Always have, always will, and I give you a little shout-out, Joe Carnelli. You are you're amazing. You're amazing in the work you're doing to make this a better place, this world a better place to live in is just so admirable. I mean, it is. You're just an amazing man. So anyway, he tells me about this gentleman that reminds him of me, named Kevin Winbush. I said, really, how? And he proceeds to tell him just the great works, that how he is just really into the homeless, wanting to make their lives better. And then about what I just discussed, and that's what really got me, and, I'm, and it will, because there we have it, and we're going to just talk about it, how we can prevent that generational curse of homelessness, and that is by when they get, start maturing out of the foster care system, they are equipped with the skills to be able to provide for themselves. They're able to function and they're able to not have a dysfunctional family that they came from, but they have a way to turn it around as long as they get the help, of course. So without any further ado, let's bring him on. Uh, brother, welcome. Kevin Winbush. Kevin Winbush. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Now, your company, your 501c nonprofit organization is called Grace and Mercy. Let's open it up right up there. Explain that. So, uh, Grace and Mercy Ministry, as you said, is a 501c3 organization. Our ultimate goal is to work with homeless uh, to help change their lives, basically. Um, we started this ministry uh, in 2013 uh, with Joe Cardinale. Uh, and basically, we started with 30 meals one day a week. Wow. And we went from 30 meals one day a week to 3,000 a week. Whoa! 30 meals a week to 3,000? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. <laughs> God does a work when you're obedient to his work. Amen, he does. So, Yeah, nothing's impossible without God. I promise you. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. So, okay, uh, when you started this in 2013, you came up with the, the uh, 501C yes. nonprofit? You did, yes. or Joe did? You, no, I did. You did, okay, you yes. did. Okay, and you labeled it Grace and Mercy? Yes. Which I, I love that. I mean, well, it, it, God's grace is, is no, sufficient. Yeah, it him. is. Uh, his mercy is everlasting. And it so is. at the end of the day, uh, when, I, when I was trying to come up with a name, those two words keep coming back wow. to me. And so I said, okay. And I looked at my life and uh, where I've been and where God has brought me from. And so those are the two words that stood out the most. And I said, okay, God, this is what we're going to call it, Grace and Mercy Ministries. First thing that comes to my mind as the Holy Spirit talks to me is that God, your whole life, God supplied, uh, you know, your needs according to his riches. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I feel that. Wow. That's how that popped in your mind. And then you couldn't set any better with this kind of organization that you're forming is that because God's mercies are afresh daily. Every without day. any, Yeah, every day. Without yes. any, and that's what, unfortunately, which we're going to get talked about, those uh, uh, beautiful children, they forget that. Absolutely. They think that they're over, but they're not. Uh, all right, so let's get into that because, yes, uh, we're going to talk about the, the homeless and all the meals uh, that you're doing. That's great. Sure. But let me tell you what really hit me is that you, have, like, when you leave here this interview, you're going to purchase uh, a big uh, estate for these children. Yes. But 
I think that is the, the issue we have going, is that these children are looked at as, as a meal ticket for the adults, okay? Right? Yes, sir. Okay, thank you. And then when they mature out of the foster care system, what are they going to do? Well, unfortunately, uh, for a lot of them, they end up homeless in their downtown where I am, feeding them Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays. <laughs> so I see so many of these kids. And so they either end up downtown mm -hmm. where they get eaten alive right. or they end up in jail or both. Right. So that's what basically happens to these kids. When they age out at 18, the parents that had them don't get that check anymore. So because they don't get that check anymore, they say, it's time for you to go. Wow. Wow. The cruel thing that you could do to a child. That's not... The cruelest, by the way. Exactly. That's not ready to go out no, in the world. because they know nothing. Exactly. How are they going to provide themselves, Kevin? Yeah. And a lot of these kids don't have the, the backgrounds. They don't have anything that they have, that they need to be self-sustaining when they go out right. in the world. So, yeah, there, yeah, there's nothing... Uh, of their bloodline that will make them self-sufficient nothing exactly okay and so when i heard that what you're doing and what uh, what i'm really impressed with now uh, everyone get excited turn the volume up because let me tell you with this man just really how a uh, great man of god he is he is actually he formed a temp agency hear me now this is big time as far as i'm concerned that he's just not talking the talk and as you all know michael crawford uh, one of my biggest things is uh, you know hey i don't want to just talk the talk <laughs> i'm going to see you walk the walk that's what we as Christians are supposed to do. Well, let me tell you what Kevin Winbush has done. They have a temp agency that these children that heal when they mature out of the foster care, and then I'll just kind of say it, Kevin, and you take it from here, but here's the way I see it. So as you get them uh, on your estate, right, and you are teaching the skills and you're developing them, Correct. you know, to go out in society and, and become self-sufficient, right? Correct. Uh, you actually have an agency that when they're when you think they're ready they will employ them now elaborate so the goal is is for each and every person that we bring into our facility is for them to be able to go and get a job so they can be self-sufficient at the end of the day we're intentional and my word is intentional amen we're intentional about making sure that these kids are able to be uh, productive citizens in society amen. Uh, but more importantly we want them to know who Jesus is Amen. and so we're intentional about making sure we spend almost two years with these kids in our facility so that we can walk with them through the process we have all of the relationships with some companies already with the Marriott Hotel uh, West End Hotel right now we have relationships with them where we can employ uh, some of the people we're intentional about getting some other relationships going with some other companies where we can create that opportunity as well but mm. at the end of the day we want to see these kids to be whole wow okay so you t just said two years so your your time frame is a two-year period after they mature out of the foster care system you're saying when they're 20 years old you're going to have them ready to go out and become have an, a be on an avenue of self-sufficiency absolutely okay tell me in those two years starting from day one give me the schedule i really want to know meaning that, and the reason i say this is because the whole thing as far as i'm concerned is uh what they really need to get bred into them uh is accepting jesus christ their lord and savior that's the ultimate amen 
at, at the end of the day is, is to make sure that they know who Jesus is because most of these kids don't. Oh, no, they don't. They, they don't have a clue. And so we want to love on them the way they're supposed to be loved mm, on them. Amen. First and foremost. Yes, praise and Lord. when you do that, then now you you got that child's attention. Amen. And, you, and they're able to feel the love. Amen. Not just someone just talking the talk. Amen. And so when you do that, all of the other pieces are, are able to be added to them. Mm. And so uh, we're going to put all the other pieces around them that is going to be needed uh, for them to be. How do you see it? Start off with on the first day. Like I know they gotta have classes that get you know for different uh, skills and all. Yeah, good. Run it down for us. So, so basically, you know, when we bring them into our facility, yep. uh, we want to first find out what the needs are. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to find out what what they know and what they don't know. And, and so now we're gonna get a bring in a counselor and whatever is gonna be needed for that, uh, so that we can nurture them, find out what skills they're liking, so we can add to that, uh, and to be able to take them where they need to go right it's a process you know and it's something that takes time uh but the most important thing is just for them to know that they uh, are in a place where they can be loved Mm. and i think for a lot of these kids they've been in houses where they haven't felt loved right and when you can do that first and foremost now you can break the barriers of a, a kid feeling angry or feeling left out or all the other pieces in these two years that we're intentional about working with them and, and keeping them in our facility, there's a process from from day one to uh, when they leave us. And right. we don't want them to leave us when they uh, leave us in two years. We want to stay connected to those kids. We want right. to make sure that we help them transition to to that, that apartment complex or that house. You know, that we can help walk with them through the entire process of their life. So if they run into some unfortunate times, uh, they're allowed to come back? Is that, is that what you just said there? So you, said you don't want to lose contact with absolutely them. Absolutely not. You know, and if that's needed, absolutely. Yeah. We'll have that in place. And the goal is for, and the reason why we're going to looking at uh, this facility today is it's on almost 10 acres of land. And so we're able to build our own apartment complex and wow, things of that nature. Yes. So we can't transition them from the house to their apartment complex and from their apartment complex to a home. Wow. So that's, so that's the ultimate goal. It's a threefold concept and so for them to understand that nobody's just, you know, trying to get some money out of it. We want to see them grow to be what God has called them to be. Okay. In the Bible, it talks about that a man uh, or woman doesn't love their child or they don't discipline them. Sure. So I think that's what I'm trying to uh, comprehend because I, I love what you're doing. I, I want you to know that I'm just, Thank you know, you. I Thank really you. do. And, and I'm going to help you out the best I possibly can. I appreciate it. For everyone that. out there listening, if, uh, you know, you didn't know where you're going to put your tithe this month, Thank I you. highly recommend to, to give it towards uh, uh, Grace and Mercy. Five One Season Nonprofit. It's a nonprofit organization because it's a, it's an incredible claw, uh, cause. But what I want trying to figure out here, when I say those for those two years, like they have to eat breakfast at a certain time, then lunch, and then dinner, right? That's what I want you to run down. When I say on that first day, give me uh, the events of a day. Give me a, uh, just a regular day. What what happens? Give me you know kind of the, uh, the, the how it all evolves. So of course we we, we get them up. Um, we want to have some kind of quiet time with God mm-hmm. uh, when they first start out in the morning. Uh, and then, of course, you got breakfast. And then, of course, we go to the day of finding out those things that, that's needed. So, example, let's say this kid um, 
uh, needs uh, to enroll in school. Well, we want to make sure that we get them in school and uh, we'll transport them to and from. Uh, so we'll make sure that they have all the necessary needs that met for them for that day if they're going to school. If they want to go to college, we want to, uh, we have some relationship with GCU so we can help get them in college. And again, we're intentional about making sure that we transport them to and from mm. so that we can walk with them. Okay? And so in the afternoon, we, if they're still in the house that day, we'll, we'll work with them on computers and things that, whatever is needed. For that kid to polish their skills, exactly. Yeah, okay, okay. To We're going to put those in place. Gotcha. Okay, you said school. Now, are we talking people below? I thought this was pe- so. Be, these kids age out at eighteen. Right. So now again. We want to challenge these kids. To, you know, if they want a job, we're going to have a job ready for them to walk into. Gotcha. If they want to go to school, go back to school, to college. College, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay, good. Then we, we're intentional about walking with them with that as well. Amen. And so that's what we're oh, that's saying. that's awesome. That and so again, you know, and then in the afternoon, uh, we want to come back and sit down and we'll have a group, group uh, meeting and let's talk about your day. How was it for you mm. today? What challenges did you saw that you needed help with? What are those challenges and how can we come alongside of you to help you work through those challenges? Okay, now as you have all these uh, connections with hotels to be able to put someone in uh, up for night, do you have, uh, you know, people that I, I guess uh, that are able like the doctors and counselors do you have all that set up you I know? have some counselors right now that we are already are working with uh, that's ready to come along board with us to, to work with us with these kids yes excellent okay because I was I was sitting there thinking as you're talking I say my mind's going a million miles out this morning <laughs> get excited uh, it is because it's such a good cause this is um, thank you this is something that's it's always been near and dear to my heart. You sure. know, my uh, producer and best friend Tony Escobar was telling you this morning before we came on the air yes. that, uh, you know, he has, you know, hours and hours of tapes of me and him feeding the homeless. I mean, sure. that's, that's my heart. It's, I mean, you know, the Bible says if you can do something, do it. You don't say procrastinate. Amen. And so I love meeting people like you. And, you know, uh, I should have known exactly how you were when Joe Carnelli said he loved you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Joe is just that great man that... You know, his his heart's in the right place all the time. You sure, know what I'm saying? Sure. And I'm thinking, you know, this is a good cause here. People need to really turn this episode up of the of podcast and, and listen to you, the great work you're trying so hard to do. But it takes money to do that, doesn't Absolutely. it? So let's talk about that. Well, how, how are you getting, how are you, you being funded? So, good question. <laughs> Why is the money is always a good question, Tom? <laughs> well, you know, that, that's the question that most of us don't want to talk about. Right. That's why, that's why I looked at Tony, that, the producer. As yeah, I, you know, it's the question that we have to talk about. Right. And, and none of this work happens without funding. Absolutely. And uh, unfortunately, I wish that wasn't the case, but it's not. But it's not. Uh, we have to have funding to do this work. Um, I, I, God has blessed me with a, a man named Joe Cardinale that uh, funds us right now. And mm-hmm. I have another man uh, named Bill Smith that uh, funds us. And uh, But these two men have been incredible in terms of helping Amen. Grace and Mercy to do the work that we do today. Uh, but we need new people to help with the project that we're trying to do now. Right. As I said, we're going today to look at a, a facility that's on almost 10 acres of land. Uh, we need $4.5 million uh, right now, today, to make this deal go. Uh, so we can put these kids in this facility uh, and be able, it's 10,500 square feet, uh, 
facility right now that we can put probably 50, 60 kids in. Oh, wow. So, How's that many? Yes. From, this, from the onset? Just oh. what is already available. Oh, wow. The house is just that big. That's it's amazing. A, it's incredible. Oh, and it so, must be. If you can house 50, 60 yeah, children, yeah. that must be an incredible house. Yes. So, God talks to you. I know he does. We didn't get in that before we got in there. But I just know you're just a man of God. And like he, the Holy Spirit speaks to me. Sure, sure. What is what are the Holy Spirit telling you about where this four and a half million is coming from? Well, and how soon I should say? So, I'm crazy enough to believe uh, God's timing is always perfect. Oh. One of the things, one of the things I'm intentional about doing is Amen. I get up every morning, two thirty to three o'clock. Amen. I I go. I sit down at my desk, and I eat of God's word daily. Mm. Three sixty five. I'm intentional about Amen. doing that because Amen. without that, I can't do this work that I do. Mm. So. As I said to you, uh, God has told me it's it's there. So now I got to continue to operate in faith, mm-hmm. believing that the resources will come. And so we're going today. I got some other people that have come to me and said, Kevin, we believe in what you do. Uh, let's see what we can make happen. Amen. And so, brother, I'm, I'm walking in faith. No, I can see that. You know? I had a show yesterday. I don't know if you listened to it, but it's sure. like, you know, God knows when. That was the title of it. Amen. God knows when. W-H-E-N. God knows when. So as you speak, I'm sitting here listening and, and how my faculties are absorbing it is, uh, and the, as the Holy Spirit's talking to me, uh, it's all, he understands it's all in God's timing. Yes, okay, But he's going to keep walking out in faith yes. because his faith will coincide with God's win. Come on now. Yeah, it will. It will and, and, I, and I feel it. And for everyone out there that's listening uh, to the Michael Crawford uh, Get Excited Show podcast, if you really want uh, you know, your tithe to to be sown properly, if you would. This is proper sowing here. This is this really is. This Amen. is something that uh, God is up there just uh, beaming. He's he's smiling ear to ear for this. You know, for you know, great uh, uh, children like yourself. You know, God's children that sure. really uh, understand that why why did He send His Son, His only begotten, uh, to God in the flesh, to Earth. Okay, and I wish people could really wake up and get this because I talk to a lot and, and, and very few people, and Tony, you're my uh, witness. You've been with me from Boston, L.A., all the dealerships I've taken over that I've helped save, uh, and I'll meet people, and not one of them that I can remember will ever say when I ask them, I say, let me ask you a question because they're you know, uh, godly people, and I'll interview them. I always have sure. my radio show, and, I'll, and they'll, I'll say, why do you think? What's the number one reason why you think God? So I'm going to ask you this if it's okay, and sure. before I go any further why do you think god sent his only begotten to earth what was the main purpose uh for our sins you know uh i i, I believe that uh we we're a flawed people and uh, unfortunately we need a savior we need someone to affirm us mm. to help us to be what he wants us to be so god sent his son to be there for us amen that's a very good answer. Okay. There's a second half of that, though. Come There's on. a big second half of that. But that's you're, you're on the right path. Because we all uh, have fallen short of the glory. Sure. And we could not save ourselves. Amen. And we couldn't pay the, the, the sin payment. And he sent his only begotten son. But he also realized the chaos on the earth, mm. especially with the 613 laws that the Jews just could not. You know, it, it burnt their minds. Sure. It burnt their faculties. And 
by doing that, they just, we all know what happened on here, on earth. That's why he uh, started over again. But he wanted to make it simple for us. He loves us so much. God made us in his image and yes. his likeness, and he loves us so much. You just can't even imagine how much God loves you. Mm. And he said, listen, I don't want them. I don't want them to be that burdened. I want, you know, to know that my son's yoke is light. Amen? Yes. So go tell them. Take it from the 613 to just two commandments. And when you get that, let me tell you everybody out there, let's see. Oh, praise the Lord. It's utopia on earth, I'm telling you. Matthew 22, 37 through 39. Love your Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And number two, just importantly, love thy neighbor as thyself. Come on now. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Amen. And if you could get that, and that's why I love speaking to people like you. When you walked in and gave me a hug this morning, I want you to know, all I could think of was Matthew 22, 37 to 39. Amen. His love was so real. Yes. I mean, I'm telling you, uh, uh, Tony, I'm, you know, I'm looking at my producer over there. You know, he's shaking his head. I'm just telling you, uh, Kevin's hug was so real, and, and it was just so uh, inviting for Christ's love that I just said, well, this is going to be a good interview because that's what it's all about. Well, you know, I tell you, you know, unfortunately, that's the piece that's so missing out here in today's society. There's not enough love out here, brother. Amen. We're afraid Ooh, you're getting to show another man that we can love one another. Amen. You know, it, and God says, how can you love me whom you've never seen when you can't love your brother that you see every day? Praise the Lord. We contradict. Wow. Oh, I got goosebumps. I, do actually, I, I, I got chills all over hey, me right yeah, now. Look at that. I mean, I, I see you. I see you. Yeah, well, I, they see it standing up here. Oh I got big, God. huge God bumps. My hair stands straight. No, I did. It's we just, missed this thing. We do. I, I praise the Lord. I'm telling you, I wish you all that are listening were in the studio here. You get a kick out of what just happened. But it's true. You know, that's, it's just such a big situation that we're in. Sure. That people have difficulties, but yet, oh, they can call themselves Christian. That's why I don't understand. They call us, oh, yeah, I love Jesus. Yes. I love Jesus. Yes, yes. You know what? But they love them only on Sunday. Well, we have some a bunch of Sunday peoples. Yeah. But we don't have some everyday soldiers out here. We need yeah. everyday soldiers like you that are really fighting for the gospel. You know, are, you know Jesus went to the homeless. You know, he went out into the world. Yes. And to really, yes. really help the people. That Those are the ones he felt most comfortable with. Yes. He felt comfortable with. <laughs> He's so right. I'm serious. So that's what uh, we do, is to go out and help it. the less fortunate. Yes. And Christ-like, be, be like Jesus. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. That I mean, yeah, Tony, you nailed it. That's exactly right. Yes. And that's why... I really want to make sure people get the message today because there are still some really great people that ask me even, hey, Michael, you know, I got a little extra money, you know. Uh, where would you, if you were going to help someone out, what would you do? And I tell them, homeless. I really do. I say, you know, oh, yeah. you know, don't really rack your brain. Go down to St. Mary's Food Bank. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. Uh, it's only yes. uh, our friend of the other day that, you know that, and he just, yeah. oh, okay. I mean, really. But in this case, I'm asked for this month, at least, uh, give it to my uh, uh, new brother in Christ Jesus, uh, Kevin Winbush, in grace and mercy, because he's got his uh, uh, priorities down right. I mean, you're you really got a great cause here, and I'm going to tell you right now, live on the air, and you can hold me to it. When you get this, uh, you know, this house, like that, I'm going to help you go help uh, counsel people. I will help motivate Amen. and Amen. and uh, you know <clears throat> inspire people. 
Uh, he's shaking his head because he's seen me a lot. He's filmed a lot of those too that I went to places like that. I've been asked to speak. And uh, I, I want to. I want to really help because uh, there are a lot of children uh, that are so neglected that I'm telling you, and, and, and for some reason when, they're, when they can't, when, a, when they, an adult can't benefit from them, boop, they get booted out. Yes, yes. They get booted out. Yes. And all of a sudden then great people like Kevin Winbush come along and said, no. No, I'm not going to do that. God, I'm following your our basic instructions for leaving earth, the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E. I'm going to follow the Bible, and I'm going to help those children, and I'm going to help those widows. I'm going to help the homeless. I'm going to show my humility, okay? Well, brother, I, I, I wish I could take credit for that, but it's not me. It's Jesus. Amen. And so I'm, I'm intentional about doing one thing the rest of my life, and that's to do the work that I've been called to. I know what I'm called to. I know that I'm called to these homeless I know that I'm called to these kids. How did you know that? I mean, I mean, no, tell me. I mean, you had these confirmation. We all do things because, especially believers as we are, we get confirmation. How did your confirmation come that this was your calling? Good question. So, (laughs) when I came here and I started this ministry, but before I came here and started this ministry, I was feeding the homeless back in Oregon when I had my restaurant. My what mom, city in Oregon? Uh, 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 Newburgh, Oregon. Newburgh, Oregon. I had a barbecue restaurant there. Ooh, I love barbecue. And you want to give me some barbecue? <laughs> for you, brother, I will. Thank you. Oh, I like so that one, Tony. <laughs> I, I was feeding the homeless with my barbecue. When I moved here, I stepped out on faith. Hebrews eleven six. Abraham went to a land he did not know, but he trusted God. Amen. That's me. So, came here, started... Uh, doing my barbecue for a couple of car dealerships, which ended up being Joe, Joe Carnelli. I love it. Car dealership. My man, Joe. So that's how this started. Joe had a, a general manager that he brought on that didn't want to feed the homeless anymore. So I walked away that day because the guy came to me and said, we don't want to feed the homeless. Anymore. Why would he not want to feed? I, I, you don't know. I, okay. I don't know. You, you don't want to touch it. But, okay. So all I could do was leave there, going down the road to go feed the homeless that day. I'll never forget it. It was on a Wednesday. I'm going down the road, and I says, Lord, I said, so, so what am I supposed to do? The Lord instantly came back and says, I didn't tell you to stop. Oh, I'm I mean, I kid you not, brother. I got goosebumps. No, I believe you. Every I, time I, I, I tell the story, man, I, I just get literally goosebumps. Yep. And... Wow. So I said, okay, Lord. Lord. I said, I went home, told my wife what happened. She said, we have to trust God. We took our little money that we had, and we poured it into this ministry. Poured everything we had into this ministry. Got a call about eight months later. One night I'm in class. Get a call. Guy that had went out with us one time called us and said, hey, man, I just took over the car dealership. <laughs> oh, wow. Kid you not. So he says, would you come by and talk to us about partnering with you again? I said, sure, I'll be by tomorrow. I, I went this. by the car dealership, Joe Cardinale's car dealership. Right there on Bell. Yes, sir. Oh, I love this. So he says, what do we need to do to be back in bed with you? I said, brother, if you guys can come back with the same support, we're good. He said, we'll do you one better. He said, we'll give you that and we'll add to it. That's Joe. God, That's wanted, Joe to see, God wanted to see whether Amen. or not I would be faithful. Right. And continuing to do this work. See, God tests us to oh. see whether or not 
were willing to be the soldier that he's called. Come us on, to. bring it, bring and it. And so, oh yeah, I. So the test was bring in this it. person of taking the resources away. And I kid you not, every time I went to go buy food for the homes, it seemed like the God would send somebody to always give to me. I never forget. I'm in. Sam's Club one day and I'm buying bananas and I think I had two cases of bananas and a lady looked at me in the strangest way and she says what are you going to do with all these bananas and I told her what I did and she started to tear up and she said why so she left me when I get to the register that woman is standing at the register that lady says to me she says I got to buy everything that you have and I had meat and everything else, bread. Oh, praise the Lord. Come she on. bought everything I Come had. Come on now. I'm sorry, and I this said, is the lady that said, why? I'm trying to tell you. Okay, uh, we're, we're not on television. <laughs> we're on uh, radios, or, you know, podcasts. I love the way you pointed. I just looked at him and I said, and this is the lady that said, why? He gave me one of the, uh, you know, the, the look like, uh, yeah, but didn't say that, you know, and pointed. Oh, my Lord. I, I, you know, I, all I know is. God touched her heart. Oh, there's no doubt. And so that lady standing there with tears rolling down her eyes. And she and I said, ma'am, I, I have. She said, you don't understand. I got to buy this. And it was things like that. I mean, I had somebody walk up to me and say, I'm supposed to give you this. God, in this process of me being faithful and waiting for God to show up, God continued to send people to encourage me along the way. To remind me that I am doing his yes. work. Yes. And so, brother, I, I tell people, and that's the reason why I'm I'm, I'm out here on faith, brother. Like you, like you told them, I didn't tell you to stop. I love that. I'll never forget. Let me tell you something. You know what I'm going to, you know, I told you this yes. the other day. Uh, Kevin, I told uh, Brother Tony here the other day, I says, you know, there's always a little bit of a segment that I just cherish each, every podcast I do. Sure. And that's a segment right there. Tony just said, that's something I'll forget. I'll, I will not forget it for the rest of my life. No, because God told him, not you. God didn't tell you to. And God didn't tell him, by the way. You know, that that's his that's own him. carnality. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh, no reference to Carnelli. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. But I'm just telling you, it's 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 crazy. Uh, again, and I don't know if that man called himself a Christian or not. I really don't know. But, so I'm not here to judge. Sure, There's only one sure, judge. Sure, okay. But sure. I do know one thing. I have the right to say this because I, I have several people that I'm trying to uh, mentor along the way. You know... We really need to get back to the basics of the B-I-B-L-E and make this world a better place. Come on now. Okay? Come on. Uh, I look at you as you talk, and I just get so, I mean, I'm in jubilation here. I just feel like a very proud man, you know, looking well, at you. you. Oh, I, I'm serious thank because you. you're, you're amazing. And, and you see what I'm saying, right, Tony? I mean, you can see, you can see Jesus. Yeah, oh, you can't. No, listen, you got Jesus written all over you. I'm just telling you, you know, hey, I call like it is. Him and I are that way. You know, Tony made a comment to me one time. He, he did, uh, you know, my producer there. He goes, uh don't be too harsh. I mean, he goes, I know you're real. I know you. I don't forget that. He was justified. Remember that? You're, just, you're real, man. You say it like it is. Sure. But some people can't take that. And I looked at you. Remember what I said? That's when I first said, I said, I don't care. I said, as long as I got Speak God on my truth. side, I have a majority. Amen. As long Amen. as I have God on my side, I have a majority. So I got to speak the truth. I, you know, uh, I mean, look, I, I love Joe Carnelli like my own big brother, like blood. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can ask him. He would say the same thing about me. You know why? Because we're never going to BS one another. Sure. We've got to be truthful. Amen. If we're not truthful, what do we have? You have nothing. We have nothing. Thank you, Kevin. Amen. And that's what he said about you. Boy, he bragged on you one side down the other. He just said, you're going to love this man. You know, he don't just talk, Michael. This guy is real. 
He goes, you know how you all you said? I go, yeah, uh, Brother Joe. He goes, well, you need to meet him. He goes, I'm telling you. Well, I'll, I'll share this. I, I want to share this story. Okay, please uh, so do. I love that. I, I, uh, when I first started going downtown uh, to feed the homeless, I had the police. Is that Phoenix? Arizona? Yes, Phoenix. Okay. Yeah, down there by Cass. Yeah. By Cass. Yeah, I know. So we outside, and I had already called and tried to talk to the people inside to get inside. Couldn't get a call back. So I had the police harassing me every single day to feed the homeless. Now, mind you, the Lord had already told me what to put in my sack lunches. So nothing in my sack lunches was going to hurt anybody. So this one police officer kept bugging me every single day. And so I told him this day, I said, brother, if you want to take me to jail, take me to jail. You told him that? Absolutely. I looked at him straight now, just like I'm looking did at he, you. He must have really been harassing you for you to oh, say something like that. I know you. Tremendously. And oh, so... Oh. I told him, I said, you can take me to jail today. I said, tomorrow I'll be back down. That's <laughs> my bad, Kevin. So, because just like you, servant, so am I. Amen. And so, interesting, that same day, I go to a homeless meeting. Who walks in but that police officer? No. I can't you not. So, Michael, I... <laughs> I just dropped my head. I said, okay, I guess I'm going to jail today. He's looking for me down there. That's exactly what I'm thinking, too. I'm looking for that man. The interesting piece is the two people that I have been calling trying to meet is sitting in the room that day. Wow. So he sees both of them. He calls both of them to the back of the room. Right? So then he calls me to the back of the room. With those two people? With those two people. Okay. So he looks at both of them and he says, listen, I, I... I need your guys' help. He said, Kevin Winbush feeds the homeless. And he gives out a great sack of Oh, my gosh. I love that. Are you serious? He said, I need one of you guys to let him inside so he can make a difference inside. So i never forget. Um, Jerry Castro from St. Vincent de Paul said, I will uh, let him partner with us. And we'll give him some space inside. And we'll even provide him with his water and everything else. That's how I ended up getting in. That same police officer that was going to take me to jail is the same police officer that spoke for me to get inside. Praise the Lord. Tell me what God won't do. Tell me. I I got goosebumps all over me. Tell me what God won't do. That's his Red Sea moment. That's his Red Sea moment. That's your Red Sea moment. If I hadn't stood up. Tony, I'm taking it from the top of my head to my head. To this man. That day. It would have been all over for you. I think. I'm just listening to you. That's it. I, thank you. So you agree. I, I really Absolutely. Do. Uh, uh, Kevin and Tony, I'm telling you right now, had he not stood up, because oh, yeah. what he stood up for, uh, ultimately was Christ Jesus. He stood up for Christ Jesus. That's okay? it. And by standing up for, oh man, I'm going to get, woo, baby. I, and you want to know why this is what always been my uh, lifelong dream, what I'm doing right here. This is it right here. Oh, yeah. Tony, it's men like him. Yeah, it's right. men like Kevin Winbush. And it's, and it's men uh, that God... Uh, inspires to fund the the Kevin Winbush of, of J- the Joe Carnellis of the great of the world, sure, the great sure. Joe Carnellis of the of the world. Uh, that police officer, I want to meet him, and I'm not kidding. You. No, I'm going with you to feed. No, I do it too. Because, no, because I, I want I want to interview him. No, listen, there's a story there. Sure, you know why? Because I'll guarantee you. Listen to me. This ain't my first rodeo. God knows that. Guarantee you. Everyone out there listening to the Michael Crawford Get Excited Show podcast, that God laid a hand on that man, mm. okay, and told him, be nice to my son. I'm just telling you, because if I told you how many times in my career, you made a comment on air yesterday, because uh, Gloria mentioned it, 
uh, going, boy, that man knows you. Because you did talk about how I used to be. Okay. And she said she remembers when God would touch me and I'd, and I'd start feeling guilty. I'd start shedding the tears thinking, sure. was I too rough on somebody? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Was I too rough on somebody? And I would go back and I would pick up their tab or something. I would do whatever it takes. Even though I didn't have to, sure. but I felt a little bit because maybe I was too rough on them. You want to make you, it up. Yeah. So... I'm telling you, there's a great story. I'm telling, listen to me, with that police officer because I've ex- I've had those kind of experiences sure. where he was touched and he's felt, oh man, I, you know, God, please, I can see him by himself, okay, you know, in a little corner with a uniform on, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> saying, you know, Jesus, I'm sorry, but I promise you, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go find him right now, Kevin, where he's at, and I'm gonna make sure that 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 I help pave the way for him. And he did that. He did, that. <laughs> Love and, and it was and interesting. He did that every yeah. single time I saw him afterwards. He just nod his head. Yeah, no, I can see that. You know, and so I got to the point where when I had another board member from the West End Hotel, this general manager used to run all the time, right? Down, and he ran down there where uh, all the homeless were. Where the homeless were, right. And he, it, it floored him. He didn't know that this was happening right up under him. And the West End Hotel is right downtown. Oh, he didn't? He didn't. Didn't have a clue. So he went home. Well, he called... His other general manager at the Marriott Hotel, which act, happens to be one of the people that supports us, and and actually they gave us space to do our fundraising. Hey, go ahead and mention his that. name, because these people need to deserve to be recognized. I mean, they do. John Ford. John, John Ford was the general manager, and he's actually uh, uh, in San Diego right now. Okay, at one of the properties there. John, now. thank you. So, thank you for your heart of Jesus. He went home. <laughs> he first called his general manager. The general manager told him, "said Call Kevin Winbush." So he called me, and he said, so, okay, uh, 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 what's the name told us to call you? And so she, he did, and so he says, I need to get with you. So I took him downtown. So him and his, his lieutenants uh, from the hotel. We go downtown. Uh, I give him a tour. Again, who shows up but the police officer? No. I love this. Oh, it was perfect. It was perfect. Because now he's speaking for me. I ain't got to do nothing. Oh, no. You know? And so this same police officer. He's your escort. Exactly. Told him. He's he's the reason why John Ford came on my board. Wow. It's because once that police officer shared with him what we do, John said, I'm in. So he goes home. He tells his wife about it. and, And his wife looks at him and says, do something. Do something about it. Make a difference. <laughs> Next day, he calls me and says, I'm in. What do I need to do? And it's those kinds of experiences that God has blessed me with. And so I, I'm just grateful for, for the opportunity of the people that God puts in my space, just like you. I mean, I wouldn't be sitting here today if it wasn't for Joe Cardinale picking, picking up the phone and calling me and saying, go see Michael Crawford. And I'm, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love the way okay. I wish you all were here in the studio to see my brother's his, his, his theatrics with his hands well, and arms. You're you, hilarious. You gotta know Joe. I mean, when Joe speaks, you you just you listen. Oh yeah, you go. You know, I always, just, I always just you say know? called Joe uh, Merle. You know why, don't you? Merle Lynch. You know when Joe speaks, people listen. Exactly. You know, I'm just telling you. Oh, he really. Oh, let me tell you, he, he does because Joe is not a a bieser. You know, no, there's a lot of car dealers. Uh, believe me, I know. Okay, that. They, whoosh, they, they, they love, you know, here, let me just put it this way, okay? Here's the best way I can put it if you want me to describe Mr. Joe Carnelli. In this world, we get paid for the fruit we produce, not the fertilizer we spread. Come on now. 99.9% of the car dealers 
do nothing but spread fertilizer. Joe mm-hmm. Cardelli, oh, he reaps from what that good, uh, he reaps good fruit because yes. he sows good seed. Amen. Amen. I'm just telling you. Yes. That's Joe Cardelli. Yes. And I'm not just saying that. And by the way, uh, I don't get no check or nothing for Joe. I want everybody out there to understand this. This is Michael Crawford from my heart. Joe Cardelli stroking me no check. He, he, doing it. he is my family. He Amen. is like my big brother. Yes. I love Joe Cardelli. Yes. Yes. I'm ta- speaking from the heart. There's no monetary uh, reason at all that uh, that I'm you know giving him this kind of uh, a love. I'm getting this kind of love because it's real. Yes. It's real. Yes. It is real because Joe Cardinelli is real. I'm just here to tell you that he is just absolutely amazing. I mean, I I almost teared up earlier when you start talking about it because I know him. Strong I know I don't. He, Joe's not no. Everybody needs to understand this. Listen, Joe Cardinelli is not just an acquaintance. Joe Cardinelli is like family to yes. me. Yes, I would take a bullet. Tell me, you know me. He knows. I've told. I mean, I've talked to him before. He knows me very well. There's very few people that you know. I. I you know, of course, I'd help anybody. I know, but what my point is, I take a bullet for Joe Cardinelli. I understand. I feel the same way. Thank I, you. I, when Joe calls and says anything, anything I can do for this man, uh, it's, it's. But this is a man that don't ask for anything. He's intentional about giving to you. Right. He he sows. You know, what's so beautiful about Joe. It's funny we got on this because I got so many more questions to ask you, but I got to say, tell you everyone out there listening to the Michael Crawford Get Excited Show podcast. Let me just say how great of a man he is, okay? Joe Cardinelli is that the epitome of what the Bible says that you're not supposed to be bragging about what you're doing. You understand mm. what I'm saying? I can't hardly, and, 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 and listen now, you heard me already proclaim it, how close we are. It's very difficult to get out of him what he's doing for uh, for someone. He doesn't want to talk about it. Sure. Don't and he don't even want to talk about it when I witnessed that he did something for somebody. That's, I will never forget that one time we're in downtown Monterey, how he picks up this table's tab because, you know, he overheard them all talking about did they have enough money. They were, you know, sure. uh, and, and they could sure. have been uh, uh, homeless. I don't know. Sure. But they were, you could tell where they looked, they, they weren't very well off. Sure. Uh, I don't think they wanted to dress that sloppy. You, you follow what I'm saying? I understand. But, but they kind of thought they accumulated enough money to all get together uh, and a couple of them hadn't seen each other in years, and they met up there in Monterey, and they're at the uh, Joe and my favorite Italian restaurant, and they were sitting there at the corner. Now, I didn't hear that. I, I, you know, my God, I should have paid attention to that. But he overheard that, and he made sure that waitress brought him the check, and he picked it up. And you should have seen the look. i tell you, I'll never forget. I, I, as I'm talking right now, I'm about ready to tear up because i got to tell you, the look on two of those people's face was almost like, who would do that for us? Sure. Sure. That's the look they gave. That's Joe. Who would do that's Joe. That's Joe. That's Joe. That's Thank you. And, that, Joe. and that's why I had to say that. Yes. And you know what? I got and I told him, I said, Good job. I was patting him on his uh, back, you know, you know, be I joking like that. And, and Joe's okay, Joe knows who I am. Uh but I think, but he looks at me and basically goes, Michael, come on, I don't want to you know mm-hmm. basically gives him that yes. look yes. that he don't want to talk about it. Yep. That ain't Joe. Joe don't Joe don't want to brag don't He don't want no credit. He don't want no credit? Nope, none at all. That's what he's so special. That's why I love him. Sure. You know, it's just... All right, let's get back to you. Uh, Grace and mercy. Yes. So, let's do a, as they say on uh, Kayla, which I listen to 24-7, about they have a... uh, uh, What's I forget what the guy said about it. We have a monetary call. (laughs) I got worded or something. You know, so... Let's do a little call here because there's people out there. I have a, a people from all over the world listen to my podcast, uh, and I'm hoping that uh, somebody just steps up, uh, you know, that uh, is touched by the Holy Spirit, knowing this is what they're supposed to do. So tell them exactly 
uh, I mean, you made a comment about the four and a half million dollars, but let's let's narrow it down to what is something that's really essential that would, could really make a big difference in the homeless and the people that are maturing out of the foster care systems. How could someone out there, what would you like to see happen uh, by Monday? Well, you know, I've grown to appreciate one thing in life, and and that is uh, for people to be moved by what God is saying to them. I never ask someone to give a certain amount or any of that because I believe that's between you and God. What I will say is, is that this work can, cannot go forth without tithes and offerings Amen. that you give to the church or anywhere else. Right. At the end of the day, we need resources to do this work. So what I would ask is, is that whatever God puts on your heart to give, mm. send. Uh, we need help. And how do they get a hold of you? How do they send it? So, uh, good question. Uh, they can go to graceandmercyhomelessministries.com. Grace Mercy Homeless Ministries dot com. What was that? Grace Mercy Homeless Ministries dot com. Please go today. Uh, let God challenge you, challenge your heart, uh, and I can assure Praise you, Lord. you will be richly blessed because of what you get. Amen. I mean, you will. I'm here to tell you. I feel it. I'm telling you. I have. Ne- I haven't tingled like this. I don't know how long. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm just, I, woo! Got those God bumps going from the top of my head to the tip of my toes because it's real. I mean, it's something that, uh, it's just a great cause. Okay, uh, we only got about nine minutes left, and I want to use that uh, predominantly on the maturity of these foster care systems. I, I don't want to get to, first of all, I could talk to you for hours, so you got to promise you got to come back sometime. Yeah. Absolutely, anytime Thank you. you would like. Thank you, Kevin. Thank sure. you. So uh, let's get back to, and that's why I asked for that uh, little altar call, if you would, you know, a little monetary call, is... So say you get this property today. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's kind of what the vision I'm seeing. Do you have kids right now lined up to come? Absolutely. Oh, you do? We have pe- so I didn't know. I didn't know it's that It's interesting. Yeah, it is. There, there are people waiting out here for a place to, to go. There are kids right now that are surfing couch to couch that's needing a place to go. So, Kevin, is there, is you, so you're telling me that there's children that have already matured out that you know that are on the streets? Absolutely. Oh, no. I, Brother, I'm. Wow. I see I'm them broken every heart. single day. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm okay. downtown. Right now, you are. I, I feed them every single day. And what do they say to you? Tell me, please. What do they say? Well, give I mean, me, a, give me a couple examples and illustrations of what what really is on their mind. What is they're thinking about the future? They're trying to survive. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. I, I, I'm trying to say this in it's no, I the know. nicest way possible. I know you are. You're so, fine. Go ahead. Uh, it's, the, downtown, it's my podcast. Go ahead. Downtown <laughs> Cass uh, is a place where no one wants to be. Mm, I know. Uh, and so, unfortunately. That's the derelict. Now, explain that to you. Because I, I, I'm one of these people that I really elaborate. So, what he's saying here now, for you all that are listening to my podcast, maybe in another city, uh, that is a derelict society. It's one of those places you go. Skid Row. Exactly. Skid Row. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, exactly. I know the area better than anybody. I yeah. mean, hey, let me tell you something. You know, I wasn't always uh, on my way up to the mountain. You know that, right? <laughs> Neither was I. <laughs> that's why I do what I do. Yeah, you know what? And, exactly. And, 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 and I'm so glad and that's for my show. journey. And that's the next show. Amen. Because I knew that. I could see it in your eyes. Yes. You radiate that. Yes. You actually remind me uh, of a brother I grew up with on the streets of Kansas City. Yes. You really do. Yeah. And I'm thinking, whoa, bro, yeah. So, yeah, that's why we do what we do. You know, is because uh, God provided for us. God provided. God made way for us. And 
we just feel guilty if we don't take the resources because they ain't ours it's his everything i have is his you know what i'm saying i I don't own it i mean god owns it so if i don't help someone i'm feeling like you know i'll take it from you yeah (laughs) no you know faster than he gave it to you amen amen yeah faster he gave it to you so uh that area down there that you were talking about it's it's actually kind of hideous isn't it very much so. Yeah, I want yes. people to know because yeah. I got people yeah. listening right now in Massachusetts, you know, that uh, in Springfield, Mass, that sure. uh, understand they have areas like that too. But I'm telling you, it's it's kind of the same area, yeah. you know. Uh, it's a place you don't want to go. Oh no, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. But listen now, but Kevin does this every day. My dear Christian brothers and sisters, hear me now. Turn I'm that boy. Turn that boy. Yeah, every single day. Yes. Uh, he's down there feeding the homeless. Yes. Okay. Now. Here's what I'm concerned about, and you better get in touch on this because here's what I read the other day. I read an article that uh, our president, Joe Biden, has made it easy for the cartel to put uh, young uh, homeless uh, women and men into prostitution, you know, into, uh, uh, I'll tell you, my mind slipped my, uh, what's the word am I looking for? Uh, Trafficking. What the heck's wrong with you, Michael sure. Robert? Yeah. Sure. So talk about that because that's got to be happening down there. Uh, any and everything that you can imagine goes on down there. Wow. Uh, it's, 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 uh, again, there are police down there 24-7, and their job is to just to patrol the area. That's how serious it is. It's got to be serious then. Yeah. They're constantly controlling that area. Yes. yes. Because they didn't do it before and it was just as bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's yeah. it's worse now. Exactly. And I read, now I have, I read all the articles that, that it's uh, tears. You talk about shedding tears. I mean, it just, it breaks my heart because my love, you know, my commitment to uh, the homeless and, and and if I could help, I help. Um, and I'm just, and I look at you and you're just such a good man of God. And I just, uh, you know, I'm trying to get people out there that are listening right now to really wake up and understand this is serious. We, we've got to wake up and, and we have to embrace people like uh, the Kevin Winbushes of the world. We really do. We've got to embrace you uh, and we really got to let our light shine for Christ Jesus. Amen. We Amen. really, really do. I mean, you agree with me? I mean, uh, you don't have your mic on today, brother. But, but you, yeah, thank you. But I, I do. I, I His heart is real. Kevin, I mean, it, you'd love Tony. I mean, his heart is just so sincere because that's where his heart, uh, he was, was always right there with me for years, feeding the homeless too. You know what sure, I'm saying? Sure. And There's so many people in this world that shouldn't be homeless. Right. You know, that's that's it. That's it. I agree. And a lot of them don't want to be. And they don't want to be. Exactly. But and so me, giving and the opportunity. We're, we're feeding the homeless too, I remember. And, and I told Mike, I said, look at that gentleman with his family. He's got a suit and a tie on, and he's in line. He's got his wife and his child sure. with him, his two kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he went through the line, and we served him. Yeah. And and it's just part of what they go through. It doesn't care. He probably has a job, went to work, whatever. Sure. Sure. But he's standing in line. No, he's you're right. It's it, and he's and you're right. They he didn't want to be. He shouldn't be homeless. He wanted to be, but he needed to eat. But he, and he shouldn't be homeless. But but here's the here's the deal. They don't get true love. It's all based on, I wish everybody, I hope people that are listening to this podcast really understood midway through uh, the show that I had to basically really put emphasis on Matthew 22, 37, 39. You, you two know why I did. Yes. I want to make sure everybody out there understands. It's about love. Yes. It's about love. Loving somebody else. Yes. Unconditionally. 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 Yes. I mean, you... It's just, that's what you're doing. You, your expression of love is extraordinary. I mean, it really is. Okay, we only got so much time left. Gosh, I, I wish we, I, 
extend this to a two-hour podcast, but okay, it's an hour podcast. What do you want to get off? What is something that, that maybe I uh, neglected to, to ask you uh, for the first uh, meeting? What do you what would you like to tell everybody out there if I give you two minutes to, to go ahead? The, the stage is yours, Mr. Winbush. So uh, I would like to say thank you to you, first and foremost, for, for giving me an opportunity just to come and to share. You're very welcome. Uh, I'm looking forward to us doing greater things together. Uh, it is, I think God's got a lot of work for us to do. I, absolutely. I feel it. I know it's not by mistake that God has connected us. For such a time as this, Amen. And so uh, I'm excited for for that chapter and seeing what God does there. But more importantly, I, I want to thank the the, the listeners uh, for the opportunity of just being able to share out of my heart what God is calling me to do, and and hopefully what He's calling you to do, Amen. and to to give uh, out of your heart uh, to to help make a difference with what we're trying to do. We cannot do the work that we're called to without people like you uh, giving to our ministry uh, we need your help we uh, we are excited about what God is doing and uh, we thank you for the opportunity just uh, having me a chance to to share out of my heart well you're very welcome I love you brother thank real you. fast you got 30 seconds tell them how to get a hold of you again come on so uh, please go to grace mercy homeless ministries.com uh, and you'll get a chance to see our website and what we do some pictures and uh, all of the things that we do, but more importantly, you'll be able to give right there. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, please I love it. get in touch with us. Get excited! Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Grace and mercy, Kevin Winbush. Uh, I'll tell you, exercise that love, ladies and gentlemen, Amen. my dear Christian brothers and sisters. And always remember, it's a Christ-minded attitude, not aptitude, that determines altitude. Praise the Lord. Love you. If you'd like to contact Michael Crawford directly for prayer or encouragement, contact him on his private number at 623-203-8259 or send him an email at getexcited.crawford at gmail.com. Be free, be challenged, be encouraged, be inspired, and get excited with Michael Crawford. Your love.